It's the start of the show, time to walk through the smoke When I enter the ring, I jump over the ropes I feel like Mysterio, I ain't no joke Titles, I held them both, call me Chris Jericho Time to cash in my money in the bank Just like she missed when he beat Roman Reigns Leave me in the cage, like Undertaker when he met Kane I don't play games, I'm the Triple H The crowd screaming, you rock like my name's Dwayne The crowd screaming, you suck like your Kurt Angle In the ring, I'm the boss just like Sasha Banks So you'll get whipped like the intro from Sable King of my stable, don't matter the label Smack down a Raw, you get put through a table Pushed off a ladder, a choke with a cable Throw me a chair, I'm I'ma give him a facial It's the start of the show, time to walk through the smoke When I enter the ring, I jump over the ropes What's up ladies and gentlemen and welcome back To the wrestling podcast known as Ring Champs I am one of your hosts, it's your boy just Fino, and I am here with the one and only Sasha, the legit king. Sasha, say what's up to the people, please. What's up, people? How are you doing, Sasha? I am okay. I am another year older, so I am all right. I'm thankful that I made another year. You're now able to drink. You're turning 21. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's know. what we'll do. Sure. Yeah. 21. Yeah. Yeah, 21, the big 21. Yep. Hope you you party your ass off, you know? Yeah, sure. <laughs> what? Like, yeah. as, sure as, as sure as I'm 21 is as sure as I party my ass off. Yeah, you, I know you, you had to at least chug a bottle of tequila and stuff like that. Come on now. You had to have shots and everything. I had a Sonic Oreo blast. Does that count? No. Uh, with tequila in it? No. You have no Terramana? What? No, I still want to try that. Like, I mean, I've tried it, but it was in something, but I haven't tried it like by itself. So that's still on my list of things to do. Oh I my have not. God, what are you doing? I prefer to drink when my children are not around and my children are always around. Kick so, them out the house, send them to grandma, send them to granddad, whatever you got to do. When you have more than two children, it gets a little dicey on how you can send them places. Cause you can't send like all three, maybe back two, and it's like it's always gonna be an odd person out unless it's it's a thing. Just they gotta a- understand the 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 celebration has to go on. This is twenty one. Yeah, right. <laughs> God, ah, you slacking. You are slacking. You know what? We're gonna get. We're going to go on Twitter or, or Threads or whatever site you want to. Actually, you know what site we need? We need to go on 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 TikTok right now and get The Rock to send you a bottle of a Terramana. Because uh, you, you, this is this is crazy. You, you need a bottle of Terramana. I'm actually having a, a glass of Terramana right now. And it, it is just pretty amazing. By saying like... Like, hey, I have no life. I think that should appeal to him. Like, that's my sob story. I have children. I have no life. Send me the girl. Uh, okay. All right. Well, blame the kids then. Okay. Sure. Well, it's okay. Though. It is okay. It, it is okay. I will say this, you know, speaking of TikTok, have you been paying attention to our TikTok? I glanced at it. Yes. Do you know? Let me make sure the volume's down before I blast it. 
So right now, you know, over the last like two weeks, I made this about two weeks ago. Yeah. You know, we got uh we got 23 followers up there. We have okay. 772 likes on our videos that I've been posting. Uh, you know, got people commenting on stuff. Uh you know, we're starting to build a little following. Nothing, you know, spectacular, but hey, it's a nice start. Yeah, you gotta start somewhere. Gotta crawl before you walk. I'm putting, you know, so not only do I put like our, you know, our new episode updates and stuff like that, I'm posting just random videos as well, wrestling related videos to make people laugh or whatever, just or some flashback stuff. You know, we. If you look at all the views on the actual page, I mean, we got over 5,000 views. So we're getting eyes on the product. In fact, the last video I just posted, which is hilarious, by the way. If you guys watch Naruto and watch any anime fans out there, the last video I posted with Naruto and Shayna Baszler, oh my God. When I just, just watch it if you're an anime person. Uh, it is it is hilarious, and that's now that's all I'm gonna think about. Anytime I look at Shayna or hear Shayna, I'm just gonna think Naruto. Uh, but just a hell of a comparison right there. It's just, it's fucking hilarious. But yeah, we're just getting some views. We're getting we got a lot of people's eyes on the page, and hopefully that will increase the the viewership, the listening ship, whatever you call it. I don't know uh, when it's podcast, but whatever. Uh, just hopefully we get some more eyes on our product that we're presenting and uh, it's a great start great start for sure so moving on moving on I wanted to do something special for your even though it's past your birthday but this is kind of like your birthday episode okay so in honor of it I wanted to bring back something that we did in our old show that I think you were a big fan of uh it was a thing that we always did to start the show it was called quick shits and pretty much what quick shits are for people who didn't listen before uh pretty much it's just we bring up some quick topics and we just give like our quick responses to it uh i, w- I will admit though sometimes those quick responses went into maybe like a full-length talk sometimes depending on how heated they got i'm not gonna lie you know whether it was me going on rants or sasha has a deep opinion you know it it happens i know but we're gonna try to keep we're gonna try to keep it quick but you know we just we never know because one of these is a big moment one of these is definitely something that we're gonna I know I'm happy about and I, I hope Sasha is too. So let's go ahead with the first quick shit. Uh first quick shit of the day is we have some SummerSlam match matchups made already. Uh heading into the biggest party of the summer. We've got officially we got Cody versus Brock three. Okay, we got um Shayna Baszler versus Ronda Rousey. Uh, let's see. Did they officially announce Jay and, and Roman yet? Or I think that's probably this Saturday, uh, this Friday, I mean. Uh, I can't remember. I don't think they've officially announced it. They yet. haven't officially. So we're just going to officially say it right now. We're making breaking news. Jay Uso versus Roman Reigns. The headline SummerSlam. 
Okay. And then I know they haven't officially please, announced please this match, but I know this match is going to happen as well. Uh, we're going to get the opener, opening match of SummerSlam, Ricochet versus Logan Paul. Sasha, what, what are your opinions so far on, on our SummerSlam lineup so far? I'm excited about SummerSlam. I think it's going to be really, really good. WWE, man, they've been firing all cylinders, man. They just, every, I love it when you have a PLE and every match has a reason for being there. Like, it's not just thrown together. I mean, sometimes you can throw a match together and it's fine, but like, it's deliberate. And I love that. And I love, I know I spoke a couple episodes about Ricochet that I wanted them to do better. And I think this is a good opportunity. I think this is a good spot for him. It's gonna be some crazy shit going on, I know, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm happy that Ricochet's getting that chance to shine. Um, nice little throwback to what he did with Velveteen Dream um, a couple weeks ago when he jumped from the ring to the floor. I felt like Velveteen Dream sold the facial reaction better, but you know, shout out to Logan Paul. So it's going to be cool. And the other matches, I mean, Jay and Roman, you guys already know how I feel about that. Go back. This is the quick shit, so I'm not going to go over that again. But, um, yeah, Cody, Brock, I'm excited. Shayna and Ronda, I mean, it's weird when a Ronda, you know it's good when a couple years ago, like a Ronda Rousey match was like, arguably the biggest match on the WrestleMania card, but you have so much other stuff going on that's really good. It's kind of like, it's not like disrespecting them or saying they're not good, but it's just like there's so many other things going on. It kind of like, I guess sort of pales in comparison, but you know, it is what it is. I I still want to see the match. Like I still think it's interesting. Um, But yeah, I'm excited. What about you? I'm... I am loving this card as well. I agree with you. Like every match so far that they're adding has a purpose. There's a storyline with it. I think one of the the cool parts about um, not only what has been announced, but what it seems like we're going to get at the SummerSlam is, you know, we're going to get more women's matches. And there's so there's multiple storylines for women, not just the championship ones. And I think that's just really, really interesting and really great uh for the division you know and both divisions i mean uh i don't want to jump into the next quick shit but you know we just got new tag team champions so i I gotta say like it just seems it's just more uh more women involved and i think that's always a great thing i think we're gonna get some stipulations added to these matches already so i expect cody and and brock to have some type of stipulation I was hoping kind of for a hell in a cell, but I don't know. Uh, but we'll get something something crazy added to that match. Uh, even Shayna Rondo, it would be nice if they do like a submission match or something, since they both have submission finishers. I think that would be pretty cool. Uh, and I'm really excited for Ricochet and Logan Paul. Uh, we've we've seen what Logan Paul can do in a ring, and now to give him an opponent like Ricochet who will help make him a a even greater star in the ring i mean he's gonna sell his ass off and make logan look like a million bucks so i mean i can't i can't even i oh man i can't wait for that match i really can't Uh, that's gonna be pretty damn great 
Yeah, it's like yeah, like you said, two two weeks. It was August fifth. So yeah, that's God. It's not it's it's so great. It's the just the potential greatness that's gonna be added to this to this card, you know. Uh looking like we're gonna get the you know uh Oscar, Charlotte, and uh Bianca. You know, we're probably gonna get Finn versus uh Seth. Boy, you know how I feel about that. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Your boy's he's 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 creeping. He's creeping out there. Oh no no uh, no! I wasn't referencing him. No no, I I want Finn to win. I oh, you want Finn? I don't. Oh okay. Well, you want? No I, no no no! Not everything is about senior money in the bank. It's not okay. everything. Okay, I I wasn't sure where you were going with it. I was just saying. No. I mean, either way, it's gonna be. The, the matchups that they have set up is it's looking really good. Re, I, I forgot Rhea and um, uh, Ra- Raquel. That's a potential matchup is going into this. So it's just a lot of great matches adding to this card, and it's going to be an amazing show to watch. Can't wait for that. Um, let's go on to the second quick shit of the day. Uh, I don't know if you watched it, but I'm sure you know what the match is. Um, and the match I'm talking about is Blood and Guts. This was AEW. They had uh, their Blood and Guts match, which is basically War Games, uh, which is it's honestly like a more bloodier, sick version of it because of all the weapons and stuff that they do bring in. Uh, but they had it was the Black the Blackpool Club. I always forget their whole name. I'm sorry, but with Moxley, Claudio, um, Pac, Blackpool Combat Club. There you go. I, I always forget. I always I can't remember his BCC. Yeah, or, watch the show. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's always I always confused. Is either BCC, BBC, whatever it is. I don't uh, know. I don't think it's BBC. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I always it's just I don't always get mixed up for some reason. Anyway, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, Blackpool Combat Club versus the Super well, Golden Elite. Uh, we had the debut of Dakota Bushi also last night. Uh, and this is a it was a it was a really good match. It's it was a very bloody match. You know, they even had this they had glass, they had this like board that had nails coming out of it that several people landed on top of. I mean, it had to be like a hundred. Uh, nails sticking out. I mean, it, it was just a lot of sick things, crazy things, fun match as usual. Uh, AEW has just been on a nice little roll. I have to, I have to say. Uh, one of the things that they're doing also is just the whole. I don't know if you've also paid attention to this or at least heard about it. Have you heard about the MJF Adam Cole tag team? I have. I have not seen anything. But I've, I've heard a lot of people seem to be into it. Yes, this is... I mean, this might be, like... If, let's just say if the bloodline wasn't a thing right now, that would be the hottest thing. Uh, because it's it just... Those two together is just so awesome. It, it's It all started, you know, basically Adam Cole went after the title, faced, uh, faced MJF. They ended up in a draw. Uh... MJF didn't want to give Adam Cole a rematch. 
And then now AEW has what they call a blind tournament, blind eliminator tournament, where you basically don't know who your tag team partners is entering this tournament, and the winner of it gets a, a tag team title shot. And they happen to be the two people that, that were tag team. They they became a tag team in this blind thing. They hated each other, uh, but they're starting to grow like a friendship. And the whole the whole gist of it is is like the whole time you're wondering, all right, is MJF gonna turn on Adam Cole or is Adam Cole gonna turn on MJF? Who's gonna attack each other first? But as they're doing this, they're also kind of growing like this bond, and it's just. <laughs> It, it it reminds me, it, it you know what it, remi- it it reminds me of like Booker T and Goldust, or even like Rock and Sock, when they when Rock just didn't take it serious at all, but like they were just great together on TV. So who's the silly one? Who's the serious? The silly, one? So the silly one is MJF. So like really? he'll. One of the things he started doing was when Adam Cole would come out, you know, Adam Cole does his Adam Cole, baby. So, like, MJF will actually do it with him. Or, like, uh, he'll like he'll get on his knees under. You know when, when uh, Roderick Strong was in Undisputed Era? You know how he'll do, they do the pose inside the ring when he's doing Adam Cole, baby? Yeah. So now MJF's doing that. I miss <laughs> it, it's just hilarious and then he does the boom together now they have matching jackets they have matching um oh, so uh, matching pants and stuff yeah it's just hilarious it, it, it's hilarious stuff i definitely encourage you to at least watch that because it is magical tv and then they have this thing where they they're like finishers like the double clothesline <laughs> and they've been trying to do it forever and they haven't been able to hit it until last night they finally did hit it to win the tournament um they also you know they've done little teases where you know one may turn on the other and stuff like that but it's just magical tv magical okay well good for them guys <laughs> yeah i don't I, know it's like, I, I try to watch aw i actually like flipping it i caught like maybe a minute or so blood and guts like the first thing i thought i was like is this war games that's what it looked like and then I was like kind of following along on Twitter and um, I kept seeing like, oh my gosh, this is like just a bed of nails. There's this and that. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? That might not be for me. <laughs> so it's not for everybody. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But that, Which is weird. Like I said a couple episodes ago, one of my favorite matches was like Nick Foley and Randy Orton. That match they had, I enjoyed Nick Foley and Edge. Um, but I don't know. Like not every match like that is for me. I don't know if I would. I don't know, but hey, it seemed like the much like a lot of people liked it. So good on them. It's just I don't know if it's gonna be for me. So yeah, it, it was it was a good match. I mean, I understand it not being for everybody. It, it's it's a little too extreme sometimes, uh, but I enjoy it. It wasn't the best blood and guts match. They've had better ones, but it was still good. Uh, and it's it led you know they they kind of ended the feud in a good way so i i gotta say shout out to AEW. they're on a nice little run um which leads to the next quick shit i don't know if you got to watch this either since it is AEW. but did you at least hear about the great match the great tag team match uh between ftr and bullet club gold 
they had a 58 minute two out of three falls match damn no i did not yes this was on collision uh last saturday and it was magical (laughs) as well (laughs) like this was a great match uh definitely got to give them props to that it looks like ftr is just the masters of the two out of three falls match i mean they've had that match was awesome they had two out of three falls i believe with diy if i remember right yes Uh, and that was a great match uh i mean it they all there every time they have a two out of three falls you just expect greatness if ft ftr is involved uh, I respect the player in AEW. I just, oh man, I wish that they would have just came back for one more run. I was a huge, huge revival fan. I loved them. Oh, and it hurt my heart when they left, but I'm so happy for them that they've been doing such incredible things. But no, I did not hear about this. Yeah, I, I definitely encourage you to watch that. You have my YouTube TV. It's on Collision. It's the very first match on the clip on the last they're gonna netflix us don't do that well hey (laughs) whatever all i know is it was a great match and i definitely encourage you to watch it Uh, but enough of aw for now i think that the last quick shit that i have unless you have one after that this last one i think we need to celebrate as much as your birthday this was one of the greatest moments in the history of professional wrestling and it happened this past tuesday ah what am actually what's so what's so funny it happened happened on your birthday happy birthday to you you got the greatest gift of all by watching yeah. our boy dirty dom become a champion Dirty I Dom defeated I did Wesley watch that though. Yeah, I did watch that. To become the North American champion. Sasha, what do you feel about this and how great it was? <laughs> I appreciate the Judgment Day doing me a solid since I am the resident Judgment Day fan by doing that on my birthday. I appreciate that. Man, I was surprised, especially since like Wesley was supposed to, you know, go against uh, Mustafa Ali at the Great American Bash. And I was like, where does that happen? And then, oh, it's like, there's so many things. It's like, okay, now that Dominic is, you know, North American champion, we just said earlier, like, Finn is most likely gonna, well, yeah, it's it's already gonna happen. Like, it's gonna be Finn and Seth Rollins. They've already confirmed that. I forgot because I did watch Raw on Monday. Um, so like is Finn gonna win are they gonna have all the titles is this gonna be like we the ones part two like what are we doing here and then you got my guy in the back senior money in the bank it's man first of all i want to know like does judgment day sleep i feel like they've been on every show like every show you went to smackdown last friday right wasn't damian priest on the dark match he was the dark match he was I should have had you scream my phone number to him, but I did. Uh, yeah, I, I was too far away for that. Actually, I, I forgot. That is the last quick shit. I, I forgot about that. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I need you to make that happen. So anyway, 
damn, do they sleep? Because they're on every show, like every show, <laughs> several segments. I'm not tired of them. I'm just saying I noticed that, but they're the new they're they're kind of the new bloodline in a way uh where they're going to be the new faction that's like everywhere and that is perfectly fine because you know you need to help establish them you know the bloodline might be coming to an end the storyline might be close to being ending i don't know uh you know but if it potentially does end you need another faction i believe because we know triple h loves his factions but i also love factions as well especially heel ones so we need a no- another dominant heel faction and you know yeah. they could potentially have all the belts you know they won't have the tag teams but hey they'll have the main raw one potentially after SummerSlam. they'll have money in the bank they'll have the north american they have the women's championship i mean I- i'm loving it I am absolutely loving it. It's doing a lot. And I know usually at this time when something is really ramping up in the wrestling world and it's turning good, this is when people start to turn against that. I think if you kind of sit back and look at it, like you said, this works because, yeah, they're all over the show, but look at how many different people are involved in this. You have... Dominic Mysterio. They, I think they said the ratings went up too. Like the ratings increased. Yes, their ratings um, are going up every time they're on the screen. Yeah, and it's like, I know I read somewhere people were like, "Oh, what did that do for Wesley?" And it's like, I mean, Dominic is obviously he's the biggest heel in the company, like huge. So yep. being in that match, even though he lost, I mean, it was under some dubious circumstances, but. I think in the long run, it's going to do something for him. You know, Rhea, she's impacted the women's tag team titles. Not only, you know, because she's the women's world champion. Like I said, she we might be getting her and Raquel. Liv got some off of her Monday. You know, Finn is dabbling with Seth. Man, it's just, it's, I love it. I love the way they are booking factions. I really hate when they have factions and they don't do anything i.e. the hurt business but oh we could talk about i mean we could talk about another show yeah. but well, we, saw we could talk, we'll, we'll talk about that because that's that's part of that happened in my uh my yeah. so we'll I talk saw, about I that that clip i thought about you and i was like well look at that look at look at you know writing the show and not telling yeah, me like, exactly yeah yeah so, yeah it was huge like him winning it's i mean shout out to him he he I think when we or if anybody does like an end of the year show, most improved by far has to be Dominic Mysterio. I agree. Agreed. Yeah, I don't even like, think. Don't even tell me nobody else. Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, it, it's definitely, in my opinion, yeah, it should be Dom. Uh, there is some other ones that there, there's another one that I would put uh, up there, but not he's not on the level of Dom. Uh, but I definitely do agree with you on that. Dom has just been truly amazing. And I really loved what Seth Rollins said about Dom. So I don't know if you listen to the the Impulsive podcast, but Seth Rollins was just on the Impulsive uh, podcast with Logan Paul. And one of the topics they talked about was Dom and how much, not only did he see that Dom could be this great, early on because you got to remember his first match was against Seth Mm -hmm. Uh, 
you know he saw it so early and he he said that one of the things that dom is he's such a sponge like you could tell him pointing out something to him or tell him something and the very next night he's already putting that action out there and he's just improving so much it's it's truly amazing and the fact that he's building it on his own as far as he's not following ray mysterio's like path he he's doing his kind of like his own thing he just has a great cast around him that's helping him become even better that it, it's it's this is truly awesome stuff and as far as the whole you know hurting wesley thing i think for one yes it is unfortunate wesley was literally one week away from leading having the the longest uh combined title reign of the north american championship by the way um mm-hmm. but this is this can help wesley because now i would think that he's gonna go after his title to get his title back i mean that's just logical sense and now you're gonna be feuding with one of the top factions in the business i mean how is that not helping you i could see them doing like a nxt versus judgment day because they feuded with several people in nxt already you got Rhea who, who went on nxt and was threatening people you know i mean you could just do a whole bunch of stuff yeah and so i'm definitely excited for it i i'm really excited for this and i think at the long run it's gonna help everyone involved yeah because even after he lost like even carmelo hayes got on twitter and he was like since you gotta give wesley his flowers i mean think about that too it's like this man lost his tag team partner just out of the blue and then he has to go out on his own and i've heard a lot of people say he's the greatest north american champion they've ever had like he's just been cranking out good matches and yep great matches yeah it's like i said wrestling right now we are spoiled so like i said there you got mustafa ali in the back i want to see how that's gonna go yeah i mean i can definitely see a, a triple threat now at great american bash which is I, I can't remember when is Great American Bash. I, I don't know if it's two weeks. Like the is it the Tuesday before SummerSlam or is it next week? I have to look. I'm, I'm not 100% sure when it is, but I know it's within the next two weeks for sure. And even you know, it's just the the potential of what this can lead to. Obviously, having the the best heel in the business right now in in dominic i mean as that champion is just gonna grow his heat so it just makes it even better you're not only helping dom but you're gonna help everyone else and i think that's the main point of it and having judgment day is another dominant faction it's just i i don't see any negatives in that at all i just don't see i don't think anyone could point one out to me that'll be like okay i understand what you're saying ash is july 30th july 30 so that is in okay so that has to be the okay that must be the tuesday leading up oh actually no that's on a weekend wouldn't that be it's a sunday it's a sunday okay so that's actually the sunday before uh summerslam okay so that's even better that's perfect Mm -hmm. okay so we're two weeks about two well a week and a half away so that's even better i like to say more judgment day on your screen is better the ratings are obviously showing that it's a great thing so keep them going keep it going strong yep all right 
So the last quick shit of the day, I can't believe I totally blinked on this. But yes, uh, your boy was at SmackDown last Friday. Uh, this was in Raleigh, North Carolina. Your boy had a great time. I was, I will admit, I was a little, I was a little scared when it hit the the nine thirty mark. Because I knew they had a championship match. I'm not a championship match. I knew they had a main event. No, no, it was a championship match. I'm sorry. Yeah, they had a championship main event match. And I thought, you know, they may potentially give them a lot of time because of the two people that are in it. You got Bianca and Asuka. And, you know, it hit 930. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm getting a little worried. 935 came. I was still a little worried. Now, you're wondering what I was I worried about. I was worried I won't get to see my boy, Mr. L.A. Knight. Yeah. I was a little worried, but your boy came out and hit a fire promo. Okay. He's going after the United States Championship. That, That promo was amazing. And I was so happy to see him. The whole crowd. First off, speaking about Pops, your boy, he's getting easily one of the best pops every night he comes out him it was jay uso who had the number one pop in my opinion of the night uh then it was la night uh and then i'm gonna throw i'm not including cody because it was cody versus damian priest in the dark match i'm not including cody because he wasn't exactly on the show but yes cody did get the in a fantastic pop as well by the way i encourage anyone to see cody live and his and his intro his entrance is so amazing live how did it feel to get to the world that was it was that was great that was oh man that was just you could just feel the like oh man you could just feel the crowd the electricity coming in from that and then the smoke coming out from the you know the walkway like the yeah. way the smoke was coming it, it just looks awesome it's an awesome sight if you could see cody live and see his entrance i definitely encourage you to do that because oh man that was that was awesome but it was a pretty good show it really was even without roman not being there uh, we still had a great segment from Jay Solo and Paul Heyman, uh, and that was that was really cool to see. Uh, you know, just to to do the we the ones with him and just jam out to his music. Me and my boy Brandon were just jamming out uh, to the to the Usos music. It, it just that that was fun. Um, my prediction came true with what you mentioned earlier with Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. I said I wanted to see that, and the next week it happens. Uh, I I don't know where they're going with it. Obviously, we have ideas, but that was... I almost missed it, by the way, too. I went to go get me a drink, and um, as I'm walking back, I I hear the Street Profits. And I'm about to get hit the stairs to go back to my seat, and I look up, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, is that Bobby Lashley? Oh shit, that's Bobby Lashley! All oh, the street profits and Bobby, yes, yes, yes." That that was just that was it was great. Uh, the matches were great. Uh, I mean, there was just so many good things, so many uh, 
fun moments too. Like uh, that four way was really good too. That was a good match. I feel like just overall it was a good experience, and the crowd was really. It was one of the. Um, it was actually the highest selling um, and most packed out crowd at that venue, um, which was was pretty shocking to me because I feel like they always sold out there but tonight i guess they added more seats or whatever um which no though they definitely did because there was a there was even people above me and those seats are never actually sold or anything they're never available so they actually opened that up so yeah um that's actually pretty amazing it's just a great great smackdown to be at obviously it would have been better to see roman uh but it's okay uh, I was I wasn't mad that Roman wasn't there because everything else was so good. That's always good. Back to you for a second. So you're telling what? me make this prediction about the hurt business. You had nothing to do with that. Like not secretly writing for the WWE or anything like that. None of that. What no. I did was I I might have slipped a, a piece of paper to to trips. Like I, I slid it to one of the, the the workers. I was like, "Yo, just get this to trips real quick." And yet, you can't slip a piece of paper to Damian Priest. Ain't that man. look? It, it was it was hard you knew, to. Okay? You knew my birthday was coming. You knew my birthday was coming. Look, yeah. I, look, I tried, but he was literally too far. He was getting his butt kicked by Cody, in a great <sighs> match too. Like that was a really good match. I gotta say, if they did a lot more than I expected uh, for a dark match, but it was a really good. It was good back and forth. Uh, Damien had his highlights. Uh, but, of course, Cody ended it on a good night. And I, I want to give major props to Cody. He did a promo after it. And I saw it on Twitter um, that uh, one of the things that Cody's so great at, because obviously he loves the, the sport. He loves wrestling. Like, you could really tell. But he loves the fans more than anything. And one of the things that he said in the promo was that I'm going to stay after and sign as many autographs. I don't even care if these guys are going to try to kick me out. Like he was like, they basically got to have to force him out before he leaves. And he stood like, I would say like an extra, I heard he stayed an extra like 20, 30 minutes after the show officially ended signing autographs until security literally had to force him out because of like, I think there's like a certain time they have to be out because of the curfew that the building has or whatever um but yeah like major props to cody for that because i I saw on twitter that he actually does that like everywhere like that's not like a one-time thing he literally will stay and try to please as many fans as he can um and because he's just so appreciative i mean he's not cody without the fans so I, i just i gotta give major props for that shout out to cody because that's a great thing you want a face of a company to have that and to to see that he is that person i mean it's pretty amazing it's pretty amazing he's gonna he takes it all in stride and he's that's what he wants you can tell like that's clearly you could say he was bred for it but it's different when you're saying like you're born into something but he's like he genuinely wants to be that guy like and he he carries himself like a top guy he came back it's kind of like it was like seamless when he came back. It was just like a different aura to him. So I think that's really cool that he's doing that. So good on Cody. I want to see him. I mean, 
how I feel about Jay and Roman, but eventually I would like to see Cody finish the story. Just not right now. So. <laughs> well, like we'll see. That I want before he finishes the story. Makes sense. I'm really, I think that, you know, just speaking of his story real quick, I, I just like the whole, uh, I loved his promo he did at Raw. And then, you know, and I love the fact that, and I, I, just, I love the fact how emotional he gets in his promos. Yeah. Like you can really feel the, whether it's intensity or just the, the, the emotions that he's pouring into his promos and the fact that like he'll, you could see like he's almost about to cry when he was talking about his mom. Like that, that it just if it's it hits different. Not many people can do that, and I feel like I just love the fact that he he can and he does it so well. Um, it, it's so perfect. I I love Cody Rhodes. I I'm really glad that Cody, you know, was able to find his own way, and he's gotten so much better. You know, I've never seen a. A person go from where he was to where he is now like I, in in all of wrestling i've just never really seen that to go just from just a mid-car guy or whatever to i mean super stardom like just the way he did it i i don't think i've ever seen that before i might be missing somebody uh if i am i'm sorry but it's just i mean to some degree drew mcintyre I mean, but like I said, we said a lot, like we said a while back, it was just during an unfortunate time. Right. We did the same thing. It's just, it's COVID. So. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. That's true. It, I, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, Drew would definitely be someone, someone on that, on that rise too. I would definitely agree with that too. I just, just what Cody did, the whole, you know, leaving, building, building on the Indies, building another company and, it's just it's so great I, I he has one of the most legendary careers for sure and it's only you can argue it's just beginning because he has so much left to do in wwe that i'm sure we'll talk about uh later this episode if not it's definitely in other episodes for the future so uh just shout out to cody rose i just wanted to make sure he gets his props because we are a podcast i'd like to give their props to the well-deserved in the wrestling business so all right, Sasha, we are now officially done with quick shits. Uh, this was, a, like I said, a, a one-time thing, but I just wanted to bring that out because it was, you know, to help celebrate your birthday, and I know you love quick shits, so I just wanted to bring that back. But now it is time for the main event. Like, like Mark Henry would say, it's time for the main event, okay? <laughs> and Sasha, I'm going to let you introduce the main event because this was your idea uh, like most of the good ideas of the show are uh they belong to you so i'm going to let you have the floor to let the people know what the main event topic actually is all right so our main event is what we like to call christmas in july so it's christmas in july and then it's kind of going along with the theme of our show my birthday where we just kind of make a wish list of things that we want to see happen in the wrestling world. Um, like I said, when it's Christmas time, of course, you make your gifts, your wish list for your gifts. And this is just kind of um, the same thing. Even when you're, you know, your birthday's coming up, you make a wish list. So um, 
I've made a list of things I'd like to see. Um, mine is mostly WWE related. I think I have one AEW related one. But again, we talked about it on the show, like I really don't watch AEW as much. So I try to keep up as much as I can, like just reading about it. But I don't get to really watch, but I did manage to squeak one in there. So like I said, we're just going to go over what some things that we kind of just want to see going forward in wrestling. Um, I have about like 10 of them. Um, so do you want me to just go through? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to like, it's not, it's going to be, no, I'm not going to go on. Like, yeah, a long... You have one birthday, you, but you got 10 wishes. God, I don't. You I mean, must be hard to buy for on your birthday, guy. Whatever, I'll keep it short. Okay. Oh no, 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 it's cool. I want to hear them all. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yo, hey, guy. Oh okay, man. Maybe okay. Maybe you know, but like, to be fair though, I would have maybe a few more, but I feel like over the last like two weeks, all of my wishes already came true. <laughs> so, which it's is why I'm giving you the side eye about. <laughs> You better make sure this man slides in my DM because you got a lot of stuff going on that I'm kind of suspicious about. Like, yeah, I'm just saying, like, two of the things happened within the last week, so it's kind of crazy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) it's really crazy, uh, what's going on right now. Um, I'll just tell you the two that I'm talking about. Obviously, one was the I guess her business 2.0 or whatever they're going to be. Um, Street Profits and Bobby Lashley. Um, I really just wanted that combo to happen and just make it different. I think this is going to be just a way to help build and turn turn Montez and the Street Profits just in general, um, just to turn them into something different. Maybe because I, I, I don't think we've seen them as heels. I know we haven't seen them heels in in the main roster they might have been heels in the in nxt i don't really remember um but it's just a different way of seeing them to be more of a serious look it gives montez the opportunity to break out uh, eventually and become you know the star that i think we all see in him uh and then um the other thing was I wanted to see a, a championship around Dom's waist, uh, but I wanted it to be a singles championship, whether it had been the Intercontinental, whether it had been the United States, I didn't care which one. Uh, so to see him with the North American, I, I didn't think that was possible, uh, but him as a champion, I mean, we've talked about it before, um, how it will help elevate not only him, but it'll help elevate the title and elevate everyone around him. Uh, I just thought that would be great. Um, and hopefully, you know, more titles around all of their wastes would just be even better uh, for a bloodline kind of domination, I guess is the best way. Um, so those were two of mine already, but I want to listen to you. I want you to jump in uh with yours uh or some of yours and we can talk about it and then split it up since you got a million of them already uh go ahead with go go in with a couple of yours and i'll comment on it okay so i'm gonna go in order this is not based on what i want to see the most just based on what i wrote down first um number one 
I want to see Big E appear on WWE TV. Now, we all know that he had his neck injury. I'm not saying that I want him to wrestle. That's not what I'm saying. Because we don't know if he'll ever be able to wrestle. But I would just like to see him back on WWE TV. You know, he's just one of those great people. And I just really would love for him to come back and kind of soak up the adulation of the crowd. I was just thinking with, you know, we're talking about Minnie in the Bank a couple weeks ago, how cool it was when he won and he cashed in and how everybody's just so happy and you never hear a bad word about him. So I really, that's one of my wishes. I really want him to come back. If he does wrestle, great. But if he doesn't, above anything else, I just want him to be healthy and happy. But if it comes out that he can't wrestle again, I just want him to come back just one more time. If it's just to, if he just stands there and people just cheer for him, that would be okay with me. Love that. that, I would love to see that happen. Absolutely love that. All right. um, Number two, I think we kind of touched on this. I don't know if we did another episode, but I watched, maybe we did. Um, I was watching that we did because we're talking about the Ariel Hawani um, interview with the Usos and they were talking about um, potential matches that they didn't want and they were talking about a triangle ladder match with the Usos um, Sammy and KO on the New Day and I guess this kind of goes with number one like if you think about it the New Day was pretty much holding down along with the Usos the tag team division for a, a good amount of time a couple years ago and I know you know, Kofi was out with injury and, you know, Xavier Woods has literally six billion jobs. Um, but it would be nice, you know, just to kind of have that throwback to the Dudleys, Edge and Christian and Hardy Boys. Like, I feel like, you know, Sammy and KU are relatively new. Not, I wouldn't say new, but they haven't been a team as long as the other two. But since they are tag team champions, I feel like it makes a lot of sense for that to happen. Um, the only other tag team I could have seen if Sammy and KO weren't together and this this match should have happened with is if FTR had come back. That would have been amazing. Like the Usos, New Jay, and FTR. But keeping in mind that they're not with WWE and Sammy and KO are the tag team champions, that's something that I really would want to see. So if we could ever get a triangle ladder match with them, that would be really, really cool. And I feel like it's kind of weird that we haven't had kind of like a tribute match like that. We've had a lot of TLC matches, Money in the Bank ladder matches, but like specifically to pay tribute to that, you know, those matches I think would have been cool. Um, the next one, man, I kind of feel like they've been hinting at it, sort of, kind of, maybe, but maybe I'm just like wishful thinking, no pun intended, but this whole Riddle and Drew McIntyre thing in Imperium, I mean, I mean, I know I'm not teaching anymore, but it looks like two on three to me, and it seems like the only person that could come and make this even would be Randy Orton, because yeah, why not? So he's number three. I want Randy Orton to come back. Like I really miss Randy Orton. I keep seeing clips of all the dastardly things he's done over the years, and I'm like, God, I miss that man. Like, right? No, I, Michael Cole says somebody should 
run up on Rhea Ripley. I keep thinking like Randy Orton would have done this. Be per- yeah, it <laughs> just hit her with an RKO. <laughs> yeah, like put the bat symbol out. Like just get him out here. I really miss Randy Orton. So really the hop to hop on this, I will say that one of my wish lists is Randy Orton versus Gunther. Oh, so it's kind of it's it's kind of a uh, a good thing that you mentioned that because I I I was thinking the same thing with Riddle, you know, and I wasn't thinking a McIntyre thing, but I, I think that Gunther having a feud with a another top guy like Randy, a legend like Randy would just put him even on on a stronger map um and just to lift him up especially leading to you know the the Royal Rumble you know I think that would be a great feud to have to lead to the Rumble he could potentially win the Rumble and then you know that will start his superstardom as a a main eventer uh, top guy, even though he already is a top guy, main eventer thing, but you know what I mean, just more of the, the title picture of, you know, he'll probably have to lose the Intercontinental title eventually, uh, but it would just be great to see Gunther be elevated with a feud with Randy Orton. I wonder how their styles would be in the ring. They're both not really flashy and very methodical. I wonder how that would be. I would watch it, though. I just wonder how it would pan out. I think it would be truly amazing. It'll be, I'll tell you this, it'll be a, a rough night for Randy, but uh, it would be different. <laughs> I feel like, but it, I think, I, I, really, you know, I, I think that they're they're very like Randy's a very like technical wrestler too, so he, he doesn't. I, I think it would match really well because just of their style. So he's a hard hitting Gunther, but then Randy's more like that sinister type thing so he'll he'll hit you harder in in ways that not just slapping you he'll just do it in other ways he'll might he might just fuck up your your knee or whatever like with the old school randy way he'll just he'll just attack each limb he'll stomp on each limb he'll do those type of things that will be equal to what a gunther would do with just the smacks and the slapping and and all that like it, it'll be a, i think it would be an uh easily a great match easily like hopefully it's not randy's first match because I, I don't want it to be as first. i want him to at least get warmed up first yeah. but then eventually the i would love that yeah but again randy orton has been hurt too and if for some reason god forbid he doesn't wrestle again i mean i would just want to see him again but if he does come back i didn't even think of the gunther feud but i, I want to see him in riddle I want to see him and Cody. That's the story that I want to see before Cody finishes his story. Because I'm so here for that. Like, I want to see Cody and Randy. There's so much history there. Cody's in a different place in his career than he was when he was in Legacy with Randy Orton. Yeah. I want to see that. So that's on my wish list. That's It's still number three, but it's kind of it's all centered around Randy Orton. Another heel run from Randy. I would, that would be yeah. great. Yeah. Um, number four, I feel like is happening. I mean, it's not, we haven't seen it, but the little hints have been there. I want to see DIY. Like, as I really liked them, I didn't really have a lot of wrestling shirts, but one of the few ones that I did buy was that blue DIY shirt. And I really Mm -hmm. love it. It doesn't happen anymore, though. But I really, really love it. But yeah, I think, I think it would do well. I think out of, Gargano and Champa, I think 
Trump has been presented better than Johnny Gargano so far on the main roster. You know, it could be because injury, you know, I mean, they both have been injured, but, um, but I really think that this is kind of necessary, if that makes sense. Like, I think this is a really good way to introduce them. And I understand sometimes, you know, if you're a hardcore fan and you've been watching, it seems like, oh man, they're repeating a lot of stuff in NXT. But to me, it's like, if it worked, it worked. Now you're just doing it on a grander stage. Like, and you have another, you know, cast of characters to do it with. So I'm totally fine if they have to do DIY again. You know, they were an amazing tag team. Think of all the possibilities of what they can do. And then, because that's just character development to me. Like you're just, you're establishing that connection with the audience. We know they have the chemistry, they can do it. And then eventually if they want to go their separate ways or turn on each other, you know, they've already had that time to build. So that's one of the reasons why I'm such a big fan of tag team wrestling. It's like, you have this, this partnership you know, tag team wrestling is, I think, a little bit more fun than singles wrestling to watch sometime. Um, but then the possibilities of character development. Do they stay together? Who do they interact with? There's just so many more possibilities. So I really want DIY to get back together. And like I said, there's been little hints on social media. Um, and now with this whole thing with Bronson Reed and you know, Champa and everything like that, it's like, hmm, I want to see where that's going to go. So I feel like you might have been copying me uh, because I also want to see DIY back. But we have two different reasons. Mine's is a little different. I want them back only so I can get them to feud against each other. I want that feud to happen on the main roster. Um, I still want to see. Now, I, I don't know if the wish list is just for this year or is it going a little past it for like Mania? Uh, but time for it. Just whatever you want, whatever you okay, wish. Okay, so then if that's the case, I want, I want DIY. I want Tommaso versus Gargano. I want Champa, uh, Tommaso Champa versus Johnny Gargano at Mania. And uh, you know, just to continue that feud and just have it on the main roster. So I, it, it kind of reminds me of they can do kind of like the whole reunion thing but then eventually champa turns on gargano and then they become both superstars because of this feud right um, and i i think that's that i think that's the true like point of like the highest point i want them to get to is that's that magical feud and let it end at wrestlemania even if they have to you know rehash one of the old, their matches you know where they had that uh, i don't know if it was a it was a last man standing or if it was a i know it was like a no dq or something but i don't remember what the type of match it was but they just had fantastic matches where they just go at each other and it was just so amazing to watch it it helped make the black the black and gold brand so great was that feud and i think a continuation of that feud on the main roster is one of the wish list items that i have for me because that it that's just would be so special and then we could eventually get them both to be on that main event uh level and i think that will do it right i mean i feel like that's essentially like like i said the the reunion establishing that connection so that 
you know, when they do break up, people will care. Because again, if you're not, if you're just a casual viewer, you might not be excited about DIY as much as we are, but kind of having that run can kind of leave, you know, have that going on. But yeah, yeah I mean, it will eventually lead you thing. to understand. It'll lead yeah. them yeah. to understand what we what we see. Because yeah, if you just put them together now, it's like okay, why should we care? Why should the casual fan care about this? But like we understand. But like I said, we essentially want the same thing. We want DIY back. Reissue those shirts because I want to buy another one. Um, this is the only AEW one that I have. Um, I want to see somebody else from AEW come to WWE. And I know that I guess the popular choice would be NJF. Not for me. January 1st, 2024, baby. Yeah, whatever. I... <laughs> I don't want to see MJF. I want to see somebody else. That's and like I said, I don't watch AEW as much, but I feel like the few times that I've seen this person, I'm like, hmm, I wonder. wonder. Oh, I'm curious now. Who? I mean, it would be easy to pick somebody who was in WWE before and have them come back, but I'm not going to do that. Um, I want to see Ricky Stark. I knew you were going to say that. I want to see him. He's very a, interesting to me. I, I don't know when you were going to say that. I, I really I don't. don't. I, I see. I mean, it, Ricky Starks is he's a really good talent. Really good. He's great on the mic. A lot of people see like rock comparisons, uh, which I definitely see that as well. He kind of has the mannerisms as him and stuff like that. He can connect to a crowd as both a face and heel uh which speaking of him he just won the the owen hart cart the yeah, owen hart cup, cup i'm sorry um and uh he actually it looks like he turned heel to do it because he grabbed the ropes and cheated to beat cm punk uh so i, I think that he definitely has a lot of potential um i i'm 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 a little sh- I, even though i knew you're gonna say ricky stars i'm shocked you actually said him at the same time because what what is it about ricky stars that gravitated you know they had you gravitate to him see that's the thing i can't really put it into words it's just something that's like you know when you see something and you're like hmm it kind of makes you do a little double take i'm just more curious of how i guess it kind of stands out a little bit to me especially since i had no idea who he was before he was an aw I just wonder like what it would be like if he was there even if he starts in nxt i know people would be like oh why would he start there i just there's so much going on on the main roster i think and especially since they're kind of like having people like a baron corbin and a mustafa ali and Dolph ziggler comes to nxt you know they're kind of mixing in again with people that have been more experienced with the new people i wonder what it would be like he just he's just interesting to watch i feel like the few times that i've watched him i'm just like i'm dialed in like i'm trying to figure out like okay what's he saying like he instantly kind of makes me care about whatever he's talking about it's very strange but i just want to see more of him and i feel like aw has so much going on sometimes that 
it's easy for people to get lost in the shuffle and I don't really want him to get lost in the shuffle. I'm happy he won the Owen Hart Cup, which is great, but I just wonder like if a Triple H or a Shawn Michaels got their hands on this man, like what would happen? So I don't know. Well, to hop on this as well, because uh you mentioned them, so I'm just gonna you have a you mentioned the the situation. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Obviously, MJF is on mine. Uh, you know the bid, the bidding war of 2024, January 1st. He is officially a free agent, and uh, I just would love to see him in WWE. I mean, he is he's one of the best talents in the world. That is, you know, easily top five talent in the world. His mic skills. I don't know if there's anyone that can touch him, to be honest with you, uh, currently. But he, he just can be so great in the WWE. As great as he is in AEW, he would be 10 times the superstar in WWE just because of the reaches they have. Uh, I, I just think he would be so awesome. And the fuse he can have, obviously, the... The, the one feud easily he can have immediately going there is him and Cody. They have so much history together. I think that would be just a great a great thing to have in the WWE. Um, I, I, you know, I, I have a feeling he's probably going to stay in AEW, but I just feel like, man, him in WWE would be so special. Uh, he can do multiple you know he could he could play any role you need him to be because he he's just that good and uh i just feel like it'd just be so so awesome to have him there man it's whew, I, I can't wait I, I honestly cannot wait to see what does happen with it um if he leaves awesome if he stays it's still awesome because that's just more mjf no matter where he goes it's gonna he's gonna be amazing at either role so yeah uh, that that's that's on my wish list for sure what okay. what else you got sasha all right number six um this uh, i i'm trying to think how this could happen um i know the big match that people want to see and it makes sense would be bianca belair and charlotte flair because charlotte flair is the only Four horsewoman that Bianca Belair has not beaten yet, but I still want to see Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair. I think that's on my wish list. I would love for that to be on Mania. I mean, I think for that to happen, maybe Bianca would have to win the Royal Rumble next year. I'm just I trying to figure out how that would happen. I hope. I hope that's not the case. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I really, I'm not a huge fan of repeat Rumble winners unless it makes sense. So I'm trying to figure out how that would happen. But just for the sake of the match, like even if it's not, you know, even if it's not Mania, I want to see, it could be maybe at the Rumble, it happens. I want to see Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair. I think about when they were back in NXT and, you know, Charlotte had picked Rhea to, you know, wrestle at the pandemic WrestleMania and Bianca was kind of like lurking in the back. Like they've always kind of been around each other. Yeah, yeah. They weren't 
in like a feud feud like a proper feud and even when they got to the main roster they were both champion they both won at the same wrestlemania the following year but then to see how both of them have grown in their careers and where they're at now like i think that would be a banger of a match i mean look what Rhea and charlotte did that build that build wasn't that good but that match was amazing so that's on one of my wishes. Probably like my top women's match that I want to see. I want to see Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair. I want to see them go at it. Um, that's definitely that. That's definitely a a. I think that's on the top of everyone's like wish list for women matches for sure. To the you know to the premier talents, we've never seen them one on one, and you know they're just obviously the future, the new. I guess they're not the next generation, but they're the, you know, after the four horsewomen, they're like the next generation, I guess you could say in that sense. Um, to see them face one-on-one would be amazing. Uh, and I think that would be an, a great match for sure. Um, I also want to hop on on this one as well. <laughs> I'm just going to be hopping up on, on all your stuff because it's, we have kind of similar lists in a way. I do have an opponent for Rhea Ripley that I don't think we've seen. But it, it's kind of two wishlist items for me. Um, I want to see Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania against a person that is currently not in WWE. But I hope she makes her return. Okay. And that person is Sasha Banks. Okay. I want Sasha back in the WWE. That is obviously a wishlist item. That that If anything, that's probably my number one. Uh, if I had to rank it just because I love Sasha Banks, I really do. Mercedes Monet, whatever you want to call her, wish her well. Hopefully she gets back healthy uh, soon so she can, you know, continue living out her dream. I know she has a another dream match coming up uh, when she does get back healthy um, against another Japanese uh, superstar, woman superstar over there. Uh, Gilia, I think I, I'm hopefully I'm saying her name correctly. Um, who just she won the new Japan uh women's title, or uh, I, I don't know the name, the exact name of the title, but she just won it. And uh, sorry, I had to sneeze. Um, <laughs> she just won the title, that was the title actually that Sasha was supposed to win. Uh, but when she got hurt during the match, she gave willow the championship win uh, but anyway i think that's a dream match that's gonna happen outside of wwe but hopefully after that i'm hoping maybe she's like the royal rumble um surprise she wins the rumble and she chooses to face rhea ripley uh i i think that's my wish list uh item for for Sasha and my matchup for WrestleMania, Rhea Ripley versus Sasha Banks, make it happen. Oh, yeah. I'll do one of these next month for your birthday. Make a wish list for you. Um, cause your yeah, your birthday is like mid August, right? Is it? It is August twenty third. It is the same day as Kobe Bryant. May he rest in peace. Ah. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that that's. You know, I, I would love to make a wish list for mine, but honestly, man, I, I feel like all my stuff is coming true. So, you know, exactly. That's why I, I'm just like, that's hmm. why I'm, I'm just hoping this is one of the things that does come true. 
Sasha Banks returns and wins the Royal Rumble. That is my, that would be my straight facts prediction. If we still did it, that would be it. Sasha Banks wins the Royal Rumble. I mean, it would definitely satisfy my wish of not having a repeat Rumble winner unless it makes sense because she's never won. So right. that would be cool. I, hey, I would, I'm totally on board with that. Um, I'm going to switch my seven and eight. Um, so for my number seven, I put that I wanted the reformation of Legado Del Fantasma. Let me start off by saying I have just no disrespect to the LWO. None at all. LWO, great nostalgia, great t-shirts. Everybody's getting some shine, mostly Santos and Zelina. However, I just don't see this being something long-term. I feel like Santos Escobar had more upside as a heel. I feel like ever since LWO formed, it's primarily been him and Zelina with a little bit of Ray. You don't get to see Cruz del Toro or Joaquin Wilde very much. I felt like what they were doing in NXT was really good. I feel like, again, I know I keep harping on it. I just, I just feel like there's there's some meat on that bone, and it wasn't realized fully. And if we're in the time of factions, you know, bloodlines kind of, kind of dying down. It looks like Judgment Day. I feel like they're coming to their crescendo, but I feel like the moment that Finn Balor wins that title, that's going to be kind of the catalyst for the end. So thinking long term who do you have up next like who's gonna be that faction because we already kind of talked about how important factions are for the show as a whole how many other storylines can it you know touch and can be incorporated and i feel like the gato del fantasma i i feel like there's something there they could do this and but i just don't think it'll be done as part of lwo and i think for them in order to have them go back to that to me the logical thing would be for them to turn on ray and i know that like ray gets turned on all the time right yeah i was gonna he's ask so you nice he's so but like he's but then you have to look at it like people love ray like yeah no i was gonna ask you that like does that mean they turn heel on ray and i, I think that that would be a fantastic idea i think it's something that eventually is coming because i think they obviously see a lot in in santos i mean uh you know he just he won the four-way so right wait yeah yeah he he won the four-way uh so it, it would be great to see that you know they they're they're starting to build him up a little bit more uh and it's slow but it, they're doing it and to see him get that I think to see him get to that main main event status, which I feel like that's what that seems like to be like the the main like topic of the show is like uh, several people getting elevated. Um, mm -hmm. Santos turning on Ray can help him will help him get there because you know I mean what's bigger than turning on Ray like you know for him that that would be yeah, like exactly. the that's the feud I think that we want to see that's the matchup we want to see. They would have an excellent, uh, you know, Lucha Libre style match. 
And I would love to see that mania. I would love to see that mania. Because I mean, as much as I keep saying I want them back together, I am. I think LWO was a smart thing to do. I think it was because then it's it's getting them exposure, but then it also, when that turn, eventually does happen, you have a ready-made story. It's like they weren't really getting as much shine until they got with Ray, and they can kind of be seen that they're ungrateful. You know, there's I think there's something there, but I think there's so much more upside to them being heels. You know, and I think you know you have a tag team with you know Wild and Del Toro. That's another tag team you can add to it, like. There's so much there, and I just want that to happen. So, you know, I'm happy that Sandals is getting his shine. I think it's smart. Keep him at the forefront so people don't forget. And then when the time is right, have that turn and then start that story. Because like I said, you, I think thinking long-term, Judgment Day is kind of hitting its, its peak, if you want to look at it from, and I might be wrong. This might be like a bloodline thing and go on like for three more years, but it just seems like once Finn wins that title, then we got we got a problem. You know, they're playing it off now, but we all know. You know, I love you know how I feel about Senor Money in the Bank, but he ain't yeah. doing it. He's not right, right. He ain't the one that's gonna be Roman. So <laughs> there's only one other guy. No, and no, I, like I, I can understand that. I could definitely yeah. understand that. I think I personally think the you still got a long time before that happens i could yeah. see i could see damien holding that for a little while um, i don't see it anytime soon that he cashes in um, yeah i don't think it happens at SummerSlam or anything no nah, yeah i don't think so either i think it's just going to be much later um and I, I i think that one of the things that uh you know since we're on the topic about Judgment Day, I would my, one of the things I have on my wish list. I want to see more people in it. I, I would like to, this group to to expand a little bit. Uh, I know they teased it with JD Madonna, um, but I would like to see I don't someone else also join it. Like I, I think they can be a bigger group. Although I love the four of them, don't get me wrong. I don't I'll see. Do yeah, I just don't see how um, adding more would hurt it i think you can help expand it so i i that's that's part of my wish list just having more members of that group i i i don't mind big groups at all as long as it's done correctly i guess it depends on who it is with the the jd gentleman the only reason why i i mean if he's gonna be in it that's good i feel like maybe he would be somebody that would kind of side with Finn and that kind of add to that schism between mm-hmm. them. Um, I mean, I personally just like the four of them, but if it was going to add somebody else, I liked him for it because of the potential. Um, I guess him and Finn have history. I don't think it's inside the ring like on WWE per se, but um, well, I Finn trained that. him. Yeah, Finn trained him. So yeah, I guess I don't think he was like in WWE, but I think it's, yeah. I think I had heard. On another like podcast, I think it was like after the bell, Becky Lynch was talking about how you know Finn trained her and then JD. So I'm like, that would be an interesting little wrinkle. It wouldn't they just be like have a, random. That's what I don't want. They did have a minor thing in WWE. It was um in UK, the uh, um, NXT UK. They did have a. It was a minor thing. I think it was just a match. Actually, it wasn't like a huge thing. But um, Finn was like a surprise opponent for JD. 
um, in NXT UK, if I remember right. Uh, I, I remember them having a match. But yeah, it was like a, I think he was a surprise on one of the pay-per-views. It was like a, I don't know if it was an open challenge or they just had a, a surprise opponent for him and it happened to be Finn. So I, that that is the one thing that they had um, prior to main roster, I guess is the best way to say it. Yeah, I mean, but ideally for me, I'd rather just keep it the four of them. I like what they got going on. So with that being said, um, number eight is clearly I want senior money in the bank to successfully cash in and become champion. Like, I want that to happen. But like you said, I don't want it to happen anytime soon. I... I feel like what he's doing is I like this the slow progression. I don't want him to cash in quick and then you turn around and it's like, okay, what do we do with him now? Like right. when he wins, I want them to be like, yo, okay, we believe this, we're going here. Like I need it to mean something. I don't want him, yeah, it would be interesting if Finn wins he cashes in on him but I like what they've been doing like I said I, I wonder if they sleep because they've been on every show but it's smart you know to have him in there with like a Cody Rose in a dark match and then to have him on NXT with Carmelo Hayes and Trick, uh, Trick Williams and things like that um, when he does win I said like, I want it to mean something I want it to feel like okay here's Damian Priest this is his crowning into being one of our top guys this makes sense so that's on my wish list i want him to successfully cash in and i want it to mean something i said i love him but he's not going to be the one to knock roman off and i'm not going to try to fool myself into thinking that so <laughs> it happened like you got to be realistic around these parts um but yeah it's i think it's cool like i think from where he came from you know in nxt coming to the main roster you know being with Bad Bunny and then he was US champion for a while kind of was not doing anything and then how this judgment day just came and blew up I think it's really really cool and I think all four of them are showing like exactly why Edge you know picked you know at least Priest and um and Rhea not to say anything you know anything with Finn and Dom because they've definitely been doing their thing but to see that he thought so much of them and now to see where they are now is just crazy. Right. How much they've grown and how much this has grown and how much, cause I always felt like Finn Balor, I never had any problem with Finn Balor. It's just that I don't think, I feel like this is the first time I feel like he's really truly connecting in WWE. And I know people will say, oh, the demon. But I think I even read that he said somewhere the demon became kind of a crutch. Like it was. Yeah, cool. no, he did. He did say that. Yep. Yeah, it was cool. But beyond that, it was like he's the demon. And then you have that time in between where people are waiting for him to be the demon again. You're not really that dialed into what he's doing. And I feel like he's getting to a point now where it's like, I really don't want to see the demon anymore. I'm fine with it. I want to see what he's doing. And I think that's important. Like, I don't really have any interest in seeing the demon anymore. Like what he did with Seth on Monday, that face-to-face, -face, like that's the kind of stuff I want to see from him. And I'm really enjoying it. 
That was um, beautiful too. It was. But yeah, I want to see Senor Money in the Bank. I don't know how he says it in Spanish. I'm not going to disrespect him with my Spanish. So, <laughs> some about being, you know, champion, whatever. I can't do it. But um, the last few ones are just, you know, I want wrestling to keep flourishing. It's been amazing. Like we are so spoiled. This wrestling is so hot right now. I'm just so happy about that. Um, I want our podcast to keep growing. Like, we've been at this, even though this is episode seven for us, you know, the previous show, we had over, I think, 30, 31 episodes we did together. Yeah. So, I mean, we've been, we've been trucking along and I think the chemistry is good. And I think we've just been, it's a slow process. You know, you don't grow overnight. We took some time off and came back, but I'm really happy with what we have so far. Know, just trying to mix it up and keep it different just for us to keep growing and um that's on my wish list too and then my last one is um the performance centers in florida great awesome i think they were talking about doing one maybe internationally i don't know yeah in um, the uk or somewhere in europe really yeah i want a pc in texas so <laughs> i know that's kind of like why would she want that? But I mean, think about it. Texas has been a hotbed of wrestling, you know, back in the day, you know, with Freebirds and the Von Ericks and the Sportatorium, everything like that. Texas is pretty big. I'm just saying. And we have Reality of Wrestling down here. Um, that's Booker T's promotion. Trick Williams was down here last week for oh man they had their their show and i'm like totally blanking on what it is i think it's like summer champion or something like that um the former alicia fox was here um she came out and i don't know if you know but umaga's son zilla fought too yeah he just made his debut yep so fun facts i did i told you like a couple Months ago, I went and did a little bit of like referee training. Yeah. Um, and he was there. I think it was like his fourth, his, either his, one of his first few training sessions, like he had just started. So I got to be in the ring with him and it was, he was really nice. His mom was there uh, doing filming footage for him. Um, so, I mean, yeah, they're doing big things. Like Shelton Benjamin's been, down there a couple times so i just think it would be interesting especially seeing like how many people are coming out from reality of wrestling and like roxanne perez you know the usos trained down there yep and with booker t being you know commentator on nxt like i just wonder there's so many like connections between there like i wonder if they would ever branch out maybe not have like PC as big as the one in Florida, but to have something here where they can do stuff like that. And I just thought that would be cool. Like I want wrestling to be big everywhere, but I feel like Texas would be a really good place to have it too. Like we're so big and it's so widespread. I think um, Dustin Rhodes has a school here, not in Houston, but in Austin. I think it's Leander or something like that. So. I thought that'd be really interesting. That would be cool if they had a PC here. 
might see me there. Okay. Not wrestling, yeah, I'm, I'm too damn old for that, but. <laughs> right, no, I got you, I got you. Uh, so I have two more uh, on my list. Uh, you spoke about Damian Priest, and that's one of your favorites that you would like to cash in and win the, the world championship. Um, I just want, for mine, one of my favorites, um, I want him to win a championship. But I also want them to continue on his uprising. Uh, and that's obviously Mr. L.A. Knight. Yeah. I want him to continue the growth. I don't want them to ruin, you know, what he's building. He is a future star of the WWE. He could be a potential face of the WWE. And I, I just, I want LA Knight to just keep growing. I hope he is the one that beats Austin Theory for the title for the United States Championship. Hopefully it happens at SummerSlam. Uh, he, he's in a, I think he's in a fatal four-way this Friday uh, for the opportunity. And then the winner of that will face Santos. I hope LA Knight wins that match, then beats Santos, and then we get Austin Theory versus LA Knight SummerSlam, and LA Knight wins. I think it would be a great boost to his career, and it would just keep uplifting his uprising because he, he's obviously a star. The pops are there. Everyone loves him, so keep it going. And I think Trips knows that, and I think Trips is going to do the right thing and allow that to happen. Uh, so LA Knight is one one of my last ones the last one we haven't mentioned his name probably this whole in these last seven episodes i don't think we've mentioned his name once uh but i could be wrong uh but i want him to return and that's bray wyatt Mm. i want bray wyatt to come back uh, I'm not sure what it is that happened to him, what illness he had. Hopefully, it's something, you know, where he's he could come back 100%. Um, you know, hopefully, it wasn't too, too serious. Uh, but I just want Bray Wyatt back. I love Bray Wyatt. I, his, obviously, the fans loved him. If you, you know, you go back to when he did make his return and just the, the reaction that he had on his return was his, it was truly amazing. They showed how much they not only missed him, but loved him. And I just want him to come back and actually be used in a way where it's not, maybe not as complex as he was doing, because I think the whole, um, just the whole situation with Uncle Howdy and all that, although I would still like, I, I wouldn't mind that being a part of his return. Um, I just feel like it was just a little bit too complicated for people. And maybe that's why they fell out of the love for him. Uh, but mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt is such a great talent. It's, you know, he's, he's one of the best talkers in the business. Uh, you know, wrestling, he may not be as great, but it's his storytelling that I think that they allow him to do can lead to great things. I, I still love that whole, um, the the firefly the uh, i can't say firefly funhouse match he had with cena i thought that was awesome uh like just if they do things like that even the fiend bringing the fiend back like i i don't care just as long as he's back and doing his thing i I think that would be so special 
for the WWE because he's just he's a great storyteller and allowing him to be himself would do me- just do great things for the company I really believe that so Bray Wyatt LA Knight just continue on with their rising uh, power I think that would be great things for the business as well and um, I do appreciate you using you know some of your wish list on talking about the podcast of for it to grow and to continue doing great things because that's of course that's always on my wish list i think we're doing great things already and we still have a lot more to produce um a lot more content we can do and are going to do and i i think that's just gonna be it's gonna lead to great things uh for us we're starting out uh you know we're doing we're starting slow we're having that slow meteoric rise and we're going to eventually get to that point where we're, you know, on top of the world. And I, I can't wait for that day to happen. So definitely appreciate you bringing that up, Sasha. No problem. So, yeah, that's it for my wish list. Thank you guys for seeing through all of my wishes. I want to see, maybe we should like revisit for my next birthday and see like, how many of these came true. That would be interesting. That would like, be interesting. I, I think that a lot of them are realistic things. It's not like we're ask, you know, we're not asking for anything too crazy or wishing for anything too crazy. I think that they're all things that are probably already, you know, on the are already on the come up, you know. And I, I think that's something that's really good, you know, the fact that. Not only do we see things ahead of time, but at the same time, even if we know it's going to happen, it's still so special. So, like, yes, we know we're going to get Biggie eventually, whether it's a wrestling role or just just an appearance. But that moment is just going to be so awesome to see uh, because in whatever role he comes back in, it's, it's Big E. He's just so entertaining and so lovable. I mean, I was there the night he was celebrating his championship win. Mm-hmm. And you know the crowd was going crazy. Like it, everyone loves Biggie. Everyone loves New Day. Uh, I, I just all your all your wish list things were really things that I see happening, uh, and I just hope that they do come true. So it just makes the business better and better and better and better. Um, you know. I, I think that there's one I, I don't think it's a wish item But it's more It's not a I just wish that one thing uh, For AEW I wish that there somehow Can be some type of partnership with WWE One day You know that's more of a future thing Not anything in the more recent But I think that would do great things as well But anything to help build the business Is all I'm asking And make it grow And make it more where more fans can love the sport that we love you know as well just keep growing the crowds keep growing the audience and uh i think just we're in a it's like you keep saying we're spoiled we 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 truly are we're it's actually unbelievable how spoiled we are so yep there we are well ladies and gentlemen uh we are at the end point of this episode. This was episode seven of the Ring Chance podcast. Uh, Sasha, do you have any last words for the people before we head out of here? Uh, 
hope I think I've said a lot. <laughs> no, right. thank you guys for listening. Appreciate it. Lucky seven. And I was happy to, I mean, it's like two days after, but I'm happy to spend my birthday, you know, making my wish list. It's fun. So make sure you guys check us out on all social medias. We're on Twitter. We're on TikTok, where we're slowly turned to, to, you know, become viral. Uh, you know, I appreciate everyone who has uh, listened to us these last seven episodes. We got plenty more to come. Can't wait to can't wait for you guys to hear it. Um, but yeah, make sure you follow us, like, subscribe, share, whatever it is you can do to help spread the word about the Ring Chance podcast. Um, remember, you can listen to us on Spotify. You can listen to, listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Um, you know. Shout out to y'all boy Jay, uh, who created our intro. He just dropped a single, um, and it's it's a fire song, by the way. Uh, Let's be lit. So listen to him. Listen to his new song as well. I wanted to get make sure he gets a shout out because uh, he did a fantastic job on our intro, and uh, I just want to make sure he gets some shouts and some props for that. But other than that, guys, uh, I appreciate you guys listening to episode seven of the Ring Chance podcast. I'm your boy, Just Fino. She is Sasha, the legit king. Uh, we love you, and uh, we out of here. Adios.